Ooh, it seems like we have a new sponsor. Right. I wasn't. I was not aware of that. Well, we don't know what it is because no, it'll change. It just kind of rotates, and depending on who you are. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, true. Targeted right. marketing, ladies right, and gentlemen. Right. Welcome to the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. Although we're using radio tropes that's like right. ads. <laughs> <laughs> so do business with whoever that was. Yeah, or, uh, or, don't. or don't. It's up to you, yeah. really. I mean, yeah, teach them a lesson. Yeah. Screw those guys. Yeah. <laughs> There's only one product we can stand hard behind, and that's Nugenics. <laughs> but it's a pleasure being here, as always, to do our little duty of uh, showing you what a radio show, a good radio show, is like. It's just that it's not on the radio. Right. It's too good for it's it. Too hence, good. Uh, hence the what name. What would radio do with this? Hence the name of the podcast. I don't know. We're getting looked at. There's people. Are like, we on the air? Are we? Are we no, I've, I've got it in audition. Is he listening to us? Oh, yeah, okay. I don't think he's not listening to us. I think he just loves our strobe light in the background. Oh, we got, yeah, exactly. We got our right. lighting going on there. It's a party atmosphere. That's how we do it. We're in a radio studio that hasn't been used in so long <laughs> that, people that it's, are... <laughs> it's lit by a kerosene. <laughs> That's how we kick it Abe style here in the studio now yeah. to save as much money as we can. Hence those ads you heard before the show. Yeah, maybe we can buy a light bulb. Yeah, so moving on. Uh, we <sighs> moving begin. on. We haven't started. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Beginning, uh, we will uh, talk about AI. It's mm-hmm. a hot topic that a lot of people are talking about. Uh, this one, though, takes it to a different level, Okay. Because not only is this AI creating words on websites, but this AI also was providing nude photos. Mm. I take you to Claudia is her name. And Reddit user LegalBeagle1966 wrote, feel a bit cheated after learning that he had been cybernetically catfished. <laughs> Uh, Legal Beagle was one of many fans of Claudia, an alleged Reddit girl who became a fixture on the platform by sharing glamorous selfies. One risque pic, which has since been deleted, showed the web girl in the nude with the caption, What do you think about my body? Mm-hmm. Uh, Legal Beagle would frequently comment on how Claudia was pretty sexy and perfect and was willing to pay money to get some yeah, extra, extra content, mm-hmm. right? When he finds out that Claudia was just an AI creation. Wow. Was never real at all. It was just made by two computer science students who concocted the avatar as, quote, a goof to see if we can fool people with AI pictures. Man, I want to laugh at this guy, but that sounds like something would happen to me. That's what I'm wondering of, like, all these all these individuals now. It, already, it's fraught with peril mm-hmm. on online dating, right? And now, all of a sudden... Not only do you have the AI pictures, but now this AI can also converse sure. a- as as the voice of that particular person. So now it's all con- at least before when well, you were getting catfished, there were at least someone behind you know right. typing those messages. There was type of some type of human interaction. Now it's just the AI is generating the photos and generating the content, yeah. and so you're falling in love with an AI. Maybe that movie, her or whatever it was, is going to be real soon. And so you got to wonder then, you don't have to wonder, but this is where my head goes. Um, you got to wonder then is, okay, so this person's having a conversation. He's, ha- he's feeling feelings. Um, is he in a relationship? I, he thinks he is. He thinks he, yeah, he thinks he is. But yeah. come to find out, it's just two students who set up this AI program. Oh, like, man. It's kind of like weird science has come to life, yeah. like bigger boobs, bigger boobs, and... 
I think my body's like, and they didn't generate the captions. They just let Claudia do her thing. Right. And they just kind of fed it the information of what influencers do and maybe what OnlyFans stuff do and just let Claudia go on Reddit and there was Claudia bringing in old Legal Beagle 1966. I was on a, uh, a web call yesterday with somebody who was demonstrating uh, ChatGPT and some of the inner workings of it and some things you can do um, where you can, you can give it instructions. You are now Ernest Hemingway, and, and so everything that I ask you, you answer as Ernest Hemingway. You know, so you're basically prompting it to be that. Right. Clearly, that's what's going on here. And also, yeah, here's some pictures that... Legal Beagle 1966, so he's a 56-year-old, about, about right at the age where you start to become stupid about yes. computers. <laughs> right, exactly. You go, I what don't are know what things? this is. Well, I just clicked Seems on a button. believable to me. Exactly. And that's, yeah, I'm, I'm not far from that. <laughs> uh, by the way, the two students who concocted it said they were reportedly inspired after encountering a post from a Redditor who claimed to earn $500 from catfishing victims online, and they thought, hey, Dang. we can do it better. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, that's incredible. So, so poor Legal Beagle 1966. His entire world wrecked because he found out that Claudia, not real. Would you hold on for a second? Yeah. Uh, I got to turn this light off. (laughs) The strobe light? Too much partying partying going on? What's going on? Oh, there you go. Do you have it? Okay, perfect. I I got it now. This is live Uh, podcasting. That was was really, really uh, messing with my head. It would have been live radio, but it's too good for it. So now it's live podcasting. (laughs) We're going to keep this in. We could have edited that out. And who knows? Maybe another ad shows up here. We don't know where they show up. So if there's Stupid. any light bulb companies out there, please yeah, uh, go ahead and... Just a competent electrician. Would be fantastic. We appreciate that. We'll do that for free. So from a guy who was looking online to fill a gap in his love life, hey yeah. uh, to a gentleman who has an issue. He's, he's, he's married and he yeah. loves his wife. But he has urges. He, he does. And he, he gets it a little on the side from some escorts. Um, Can you say that? Can I get a little on the side from the ask? I guess that's what they're there for, for yeah. some people. What, 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 what should I have said? No, you're right. I'm okay. just saying. He's like, ah, I got a relationship, but I'm getting on the side from the escort. Yeah. Um, but it seems like in almost a classic, you know, if you remember the book Catch-22, he's, he's fallen in love with oh, the escort. And you're not no. supposed to do that. No. Uh, but there's other things here going on. Okay. Uh, here's 58-year-old Olaf, asterisk. So I guess that's not really his name. He likes warm hugs of his genitals. Uh, he <laughs> he has been having extramarital affairs oh, with escorts. You can't be doing that behind the back of his chronically ill wife. No, John Edwards. That's even worse. <laughs> what are you doing, Olaf? I'm someone with a big sexual appetite. <laughs> Shut up. This is you know what? That's why you have to only take one Nugenics at a time. You don't take the whole bottle in one sitting. Right. And you know what that means? What that basically means is he's just a guy. Correct. He's not like, he's, he's trying to pass and it off like he's on the cover of a romance novel. Yes. I have a big <laughs> sexual <laughs> Look at my rippling pecs. I just, I must have women. You know what it also means? Tiny penis. Yeah, very much so. I have a voracious sexual appetite. However, my wife is chronically ill, and so for years I've been going to escorts. Why don't just, you know what? Follow Claudia and ask for more pictures. Right, right. Um, she doesn't, uh, um, 
She she doesn't know that I've previously fallen in love with an escort. You can't do that. Unfortunately, she uh, didn't want to commit, and nothing came of this romance. But I have certainly because she's an escort. Right, right. What do you mean? Unfortunately, she didn't want to commit. She's an escort. I've got an appointment. You're 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 my three p.m. every Wednesday. You're not a person. You're just a thing that I do. So he runs through his week. This is a week in the life of Of horny Olaf. (laughs) I'm sure like it too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just actually text Olaf to 696969 for super nugenics. Today I woke up early. It was dark outside. I felt warm under my cover, so I started to masturbate until I sank into an orgasm. Oh, what? <laughs> my wife was asleep next to me, uh, but she doesn't mind. <laughs> Tuesday. Woke up today. Began searching online for an escort. Found one who caught my eye. Her name was Alexa. Her profile appealed to me immediately uh, when I arrived. By the way, I think the wife does mind. Of course she does. There, there's there's extra laundry she's got to do because yeah. of that. I think husbands would mind. Like, what are you, what are you doing you over there? I'm sleeping. Yeah. Um, okay, so that was Monday, so Tuesday. Tuesday is he, the escort day. He finds a new escort. Yeah. Um, shows up. We had a little drink, chatted, sexed. Um, you can't use that as a verb. <laughs> we uh, sexed. And he goes on about the massages, and he gets into tantric stuff. Oh, God. Um, Shut up, Sting. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Um, Then I went home and cooked dinner for my wife, watched TV. Oh, aren't you a great husband? Discussed work and treated ourselves to some wine. Wednesday. (laughs) Just like two days in. I met another escort, Steffi. (laughs) I hate this guy already so much. We arranged everything in advance, including our outfit preferences. No! When Steffi arrived with a welcoming smile, I felt completely at ease. She sat down next to me and stroked my arm. We kissed deeply and then off to the the sexing. Yeah. We did more Uh, sexing stuff. After we said goodbye, I went home uh, to crack on with work before getting an early night's sleep. Okay. Uh, so you're doing this during your work day? Yeah. So under the guise of I'm going to work with your chronically ill wife at home, you're like, but you're actually sexting people. Thursday, I'd already enjoyed a lot of sex this week, so I focused on work, myself, and my wife. Oh, that's Checked so generous of you. <laughs> took him. <laughs> so generous. It took him four days to remember he has a wife. Yeah. By the way, I got that lady sleeping next to me. I checked off lots of important responsibilities for my weekly to-do list, bought my wife a bunch of flowers, and we ordered some takeout for dinner. Oh, what a gentleman. Friday, I ordered up an escort named Mila. I've been hornier than usual this week. You know, he went a, a full 24 <laughs> hours, hours. without the sex. You know, with his... Or without just waking up in the morning and going, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> While she's sleeping on the other side there. Uh, we went, we met at a hotel, went to the sauna, uh, went back to the room. Sex. <laughs> Saturday. Today I messaged an escort uh, named Sophia. I How a much long-term... money is this guy wasting on a week? <laughs> probably, probably enough to cure his wife of whatever ailment <laughs> right, she has. Exactly. We could, you could be free, but I love me my escorts. Uh, I picked her up at one o'clock. We went to the zoo and couldn't keep our hands off each other. Oh, that's you're... only for the baboons. I know. Now you're involved in the giraffes and this. I was like, hey. they don't need to see this. Man, we're already in a cage. We can't turn our way. Um, Elephant's like, all I wanted to do was eat some oats. Then I blindfolded her and drove her to. To an old derelict what? mansion. It's what like, okay. okay. It's like 50 Shades of weird. Grey all yeah, of a sudden. Exactly. Um, after I drove her home and said our goodbyes, I headed home as my wife had plans to go out for dinner and drinks with some friends. It was great to catch up and it was great to catch, catch up, up with my wife uh, and see her having fun. So that is a week in the life of Olaf. Pony, pony uh, Olaf. Oh, son, I forgot Sunday. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. 
The day of rest, usually. Yes, the Lord's Day. Uh, I woke up to a typical Sunday, got online, saw an escort who looked great. Oh, God. Uh, That's Sunday. We undressed each other and enjoyed sex. Uh, I went home and cooked a lovely meal and had a great week. <laughs> I don't. I don't think your wife did. So Monday woke up, wanked it. Tuesday, Wednesday, sex with the escort. Yeah. Thursday, I remembered I had a wife, so flowers and a nice dinner. Friday was Friday was a day. Saturday was weird zoo so, blindfold sex day, and the, then Sunday boned again. In the course of seven days, did he see his wife for twelve hours, maybe? <laughs> or and even the hours he was with her. The two, at least well, I'm the, not counting that. Yeah, yeah, he was not. He was not present when no. he was on Monday. At least the three he was min- not there. At least the three minutes of that in the morning, <laughs> he wasn't even with her. That is not spending time with your wife. No, God, uh, what an a hole this so guy. That's is. yeah. So uh, the world again. The, that's that's another strange world. Uh, the world of escorts. Of I don't know. Where you go, who you ask, what no. the, what, what's the procedure? Do you sign a paper? Uh, this guy's the, got it down to a science. It what seems. are the rules? I, right. mean, I mean, there's so many things where it's got. There's, it's too much. Where I couldn't possibly, I couldn't even, even if I was all cranked up like Olaf, like crazy horny Olaf, <laughs> uh, with his rippling pecs and just can't control himself. His voracious sexual appetite. I don't know that I could. I don't know that I could follow through. Not only that, but if you're an escort and you get an email, hi, this is Olaf, I'd like to go to the zoo and then blindfold you and take you to a mansion, I go, no, next, uh, please. That's going to be an extra five <laughs> bucks. A, yeah, I don't need you groping me in front of the baboons a, or the you, lemurs. Do you bring a credit card? Do you pay ca- I don't know any of this. Yeah. No, this guy's just, ugh, God. Old, old Olaf. By the way, if you're Olaf's wife listening, yeah. we're sorry you had to hear about it this way through this particular podcast, but leave Olaf immediately. One thing we know for sure about Mrs. Olaf, she does not like it, too. She's <laughs> not okay with it. No, she she wants to cut off that bottle. She's like, big hurt, no. <laughs> Although she would prefer Doug Flutie at this point. Oh, yeah. Hail Mary there. Uh, speaking of jerks, uh, this story also has a jerk right. in it, as well as what he was doing. Uh, welcome to the unex- unwanted penis section of the podcast here today. We begin with a man in Australia, Kip Perrin, mm. 49 years old, who's been charged with indecent exposure to public space after being seen, I love how they put it, pleasuring himself at around 7 a.m. on a Sunday. The Pleasuring himself makes it sound positive. Right. And you really, tried, that's not. No, no. Here's what happened, all right? The father of two was sitting on the ground near a train station in Sydney, Australia, when a stunned passerby spotted him and reported the incident to the police. The authorities were quick to respond, and as soon as Perrin saw them, got up, dressed himself, and walked off. However, he later uh, handed himself in after after footage of the incident and a photo released to the public to try to snare him. So good for Sydney, Australia, be like, have you seen this weirdo? According to court documents... Kip Perrin told off... Now, here's where things get even weirder. Okay, it hasn't gotten weird yet. Yeah, here's where it gets even weirder. According to court documents, Perrin told the officers he had spent Saturday night dining and drinking with a colleague from work and then continued partying at his boss's place. Yeah, that always gets me horny. Yeah, He then left the boss's home at 2 a.m. and decided to take a break at a bus stop on his way home. So it wasn't until 7 a.m. when they found him... Taking care of business on yeah. himself. Did, so, he pu- did he pull the little uh, uh, rope in the bus and say, this is where I get off? Hey-oh! 
Ding, 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 ding. Wah, wah. Uh, You're gross. Yeah, exactly. Um, so from 2 a.m., I assume there was a passing out in there somewhere at the bus stop. <laughs> okay. Um, he then removed his shorts, sat on the ground before, now get this, masturbating for over an hour. Ouch. Don't you at some point go, well, this isn't working. Yeah. Time for me Time for me to move on. Right. You get a rug burn. Exactly. He initially denied the accusations, but when police showed him the footage of the incident, It he was said, 45 minutes top, so just stop <laughs> exaggerating. He said, that's not me. I've never done that before. Wait a minute. That is me. <laughs> uh, he pled guilty in court, and he'll have a hearing sentence on May 23rd. Okay. So that's Kip Perrin. By the way, who... Who goes out and parties with their coworkers and then goes and drinks at their boss's house to 2 a.m. and then randomly walks home and then thinks, well, this is a good time for me to just show off my junk and go to town for an hour? I mean, we've all— Who's got that kind of time? Right. <laughs> Who's got an hour to spend? Uh, I mean, we've, we've all, you know, been in the mood, felt the urge. If you're on Nugenics, it's nonstop. <laughs> it's, it's, she'll, she'll like it, too. <laughs> Quit it. Yeah, just knock um, it off. You find a place. Couldn't, yeah, you don't. You're, you're never so cranked up where you go. I just got to sit down right here and do this. I don't know. Yeah, I. We've talked about it before. There's good nude and there's bad nude, and bad nude is any nude in public that no one else wants to see. And especially then doing that—that's a thing you just do, right, on your own time, right. You don't bring other people into the equation. No shame for doing that. No, if you got if you got the urge, because like we said, Nugenics will give it to you twenty four seven. Just take care of it someplace else, someplace right. private. Yeah. Kind of in the mood, would like to do this. Yeah, this is fun. Everybody's everybody, you know. Yeah, exactly. Not, not going to bother anybody, just me. Um, and don't do it for an hour. But you're not just walking down the sidewalk and going, I'm sorry, I got to take I, I got You know what? It's, 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 so, it's overcome me so yeah. much that I just have to do it right here. Sitting on concrete. Right. Sitting on concrete in front of everyone. <laughs> yes, none of this is really no. very erotic. So here's the unwanted penis story number two. Oh, good. Here in the Two Good for Radio podcast. Oh, we get a bonus? Yeah. A bonus boner? <laughs> bonus boner. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. Right after this. Exactly. Take a break. And we're back. And we're back with Bonus Boner here on the Two Good for Radio <laughs> podcast with Ear Pop. Oh, wait. There wasn't a sponsor? Damn it. <laughs> ear Pop and Butt Toot come back here with these crazy <laughs> penis stories. Go ahead. Uh, now we introduce you to a Colombian mayor, Martin Alfonso Mejia. Your he Honor. Of, he of the uh, municipality, mayor of the municipality of Colima. There's video circulating of him dancing almost naked at a nightclub. The uh, footage starts off with him with his shirt off, gyrating his hips in front of stunned partygoers. Politician can also be seen standing at a bench and pulling his trousers down to show off his bare backside in front of a group of young women. He then turns around without pulling his pants up, and that's where oh. his modesty is seen for everyone. Yeah, he just gets flapping some extra, around there. Extra momentum there. It's going to start swinging around. Now he, unlike Mr. Perrin, who Perrin said, "Now I'm drunk, and you know, first it wasn't me, but there was footage of him." Old uh, Mejia's response is. Hey, someone drugged me at that nightclub. <laughs> that's not that's not behavior I would normally do. So I, 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 I swear to God, I left, and next thing I know, Doug Flutie is sitting, and he and I, he put something the, in my drink. The big hurt sitting there, like put watch this. In- <laughs> watch this, Doug. He said, he said, here, drink this, and uh, and I fell for it, and I I should not have <laughs> powdered powdered nugenic just drop in your drink <laughs> in your drink. <laughs> Damn um, you, Flutie. Yes. Uh, so that's why my skin flute was out. What? Um, Heyo. 
he's the boss of the nightclub, so vehemently shuts down that rumor. Is going, we run a club on the up and up. You're just being you. We you kicked know? Flutie out of here weeks ago. Yeah, exactly. He hasn't been back in a long time. <laughs> Terrell Owens may show up from time to time because he's getting roped into this too. But right. uh, by the way, if you're counting eugenics references, that's about 43. God bless. We're really yeah. Ding. If you have if you're playing a drinking game at home, listening yeah. to this podcast, don't go anywhere and don't go to a bus stop and take care of business. Um, by the way, this isn't the first time for Mejia. Uh, being involved in some controversy, being intoxicated. Apparently, six months ago, he appeared at a music festival where he took to the stage and informed revelers he was extremely corrupt. <laughs> I'm the worst, and I'm going to prove it to you now. Exactly. Uh, so let's let's move on yes. from down there stuff to some proper etiquette. Okay. We have an etiquette expert who has listed the huge mistakes diners make at the table, and they they've changed over the years. Because nowhere in these top six that they say are bad etiquette at the table are elbows on the table part of the equation anymore. Okay. Number one, do not start – if you're at a dinner party, this, this is for dinner party or you're out and about, do not start eating before your host. That is terrible manners. Well, yeah. If they're bringing you over, you've got to wait for them. You can't just like – they you know even at a cookout, they throw the hot dog down – you have to wait for everybody to be at the table and for them to be situated before you just start chowing down on That's things. That's a real simple one. I mean, don't you always, when somebody, you're at a table with a bunch of people and, you know, whatever, they bring the they bring yes. the plates over in stages and someone just starts mowing down. It's like, dude, everybody, don't, yeah, no, everybody doesn't Some other people are hungry here. Unless they, um, nom, 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 nom. Unless they give you express, like, right. okay. Like, there's a situation that, that arose um, last weekend where they messed up my order at the restaurant. But my wife and our friends' food had shown up. I'm like, go right ahead. Don't wait Please. for it to get yes. cold for just on my account. Number two, I like this. Avoid talking with your cutlery. Not like picking up and talking to the fork, but they're saying finish chewing, rest the knife and fork, cross on the plate with the fork over the knife, yes. then speak. Do not don't, be gesticulating with your fork. Excuse yeah, me. <laughs> pardon me. <laughs> She'll like it too. Um, so, so, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it gets funnier every time <laughs> we do it. So yeah, don't be right. over talking with your hands. Be like, okay, put the knife and fork down, and then speak. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be moving your hands around, number three, know how to use the table napkin or servette. Do not fold your napkin neatly at the end of the meal. Loosely pick up the center of the napkin and then leave it on the left side of the table setting or where the plate has been cleared. So don't, like, when you're done eating, fold up your napkin and feel like I'm very, you know, cultured. Instead, kind of just pick it up by the center and put it to either the left or where they just cleared the table. I got you. And that's what you're supposed to do. Not just wad it up and throw it on the plate. Right. Never cut bakery rolls and bread with a knife. You break them over the plate, is what they say. So don't be sitting there cutting your knife. Don't eat too fast. Understandable, because then, you know burp or whatever. You're gross. And then finally they say avoid placing and I think this one is a smart one. I think we all can understand. Avoid placing phones, sunglasses, keys, or personal effects on the table. So don't come in and be like, eh, there's my wallet, right. there's my thing. Keep that off the table. 
there's certain things that go there, not your. You no, know, all your these cell phone. are reasonable. I mean, there's some old-fashioned yes. things of how you're supposed to. What's that thing? You're supposed to put your fork in a certain 45 degree well, angle what, to let the waitress yes, know no. that you're done. There's some. There's some weird rule. Well, well that's what they're saying about speaking. Don't speak of the cut, cutlery. Is rest the knife and fork crossed on the plate with the fork over the knife. Ah, that's too much. So that's just six of the big ones that you're not supposed to be doing or supposed to be doing at the dinner table. So after all this unwanted penis talk and, and AI and Olaf, you at least learn something of value and of culture here on this podcast. It's really the least we can do. It is the least we can do. And we end this edition of the Too Good for Radio podcast with an MI the A-hole with which subject matter near and dear to my heart. Because I, I have found myself in this situation, but not to the lengths in which this particular submitter has. Okay. Here's the story. Tonight at the Islanders game, those who don't know, that's one of the two New York hockey teams. I was fortunate enough to catch my first puck at a game after 25 years of attending games. Even at 34 years old, it was exciting to finally grab a puck after all these years. Now, I'm assuming that he had caught the puck because sometimes the puck gets deflected out of play. Mm-hmm. Within, There are certain ways you can go about getting a puck. There are sometimes... Within warm-ups, mm-hmm. where a player will throw a puck over the glass to fans, right? But the way this guy is describing it is, this is one that got deflected into the stands during the course of the game. Okay? What are you supposed to do with that? Well, here's the thing. Okay. Here, here's, here's where we go. My first thought after I caught it was, I can't wait to give this to my kid. Mm-hmm. My kid absolutely loves hockey and the Islanders as much as I do. A minute after I sat down... People were in my ear telling me I should give it to the kid a few rows in front of me. Hmm. I kindly explained that I have my own kid and would really love to give it to him. Instead of just taking what I said and letting it go, they crucified me for the rest of the period, calling me an a-hole and some other choice words. It got so uncomfortable, we left after the second period. Wow. My question is... Am I the a-hole for not giving the puck that I caught to another kid and wanting to save it for my own son? Personally, I don't feel like it's an unreasonable thing. The way they acted, you would have thought I stole the puck right out of the kid's hands. Seriously, need to know because it's been bothering me since I got home. No, I don't think he is. And I I think the people that were getting in his ear about it, I think you just say, hey, actually, I'm going to take this home to my son. And then you go, oh, okay, I get it. Because when I first read this... Because I've been in this situation before. Yeah. When I first read this, I was like, this guy immediately is the a-hole because he didn't give the puck to the kid. Mm-hmm. But then when I read that he has a kid, it changed my perspective. I think, yeah. And the fact that it was within play. Now, if he was sitting there banging on the glass, mm-hmm. waiting and warm-ups, and had, like, you know, the, fan, the one of the players had seen a small kid thrown... Attended to, attempted to throw the puck to the kid, right? And he reached over, grabbed it. Inexcusable. Then he's an a hole, yeah. right? Because I've seen that happen before, sure. and I've seen it where a puck gets thrown into the stands. I catch it, like in warmups, right? I'm not going reading over mm-hmm. a kid. I just happen to grab it. I immediately look to a kid one way or the other and give it give it to them, right? In the course of play, it's a little bit different, but I don't think that necessarily he has to give it to the kid a few rows up because he had his own kid. If it's, it's did, a, did the kid have a legitimate chance of catching it? 
He's a few, few rows up. Yeah. So there, it was in the ballpark. Yeah. But I don't know if the kid had a legitimate chance. Okay. From from this guy's account, right? We don't know we the don't people know. calling him the a hole. We don't he, know if, if he, he in any way intercepted, intercepted it. Right. If he if he knocked the kid over, <laughs> or there was a or there's a scram, like right. if he didn't catch it clean, like if it's on the floor in between rows, and the kid is making an effort to get to the puck, right. and he dives for it and rips it away from that child, or he produces a hockey stick from under his chair and right, just checks, checks the kid. <laughs> right. If he Ugh. or if he throws a beer in the kid's face to blind him for a moment <laughs> from the alcohol and then grabs the puck, then he is the a hole. But it just so happened it ricochets. He catches it, and he has a kid at home that he gives it to, and he tells people, hey, I got a kid who loves the Islanders, just not here with me tonight. I'm going to take it home to my kid. Yeah. I don't know so much if he's an a-hole on that. I don't think that. so. I don't think so. As long, yeah, as long as it, it was a legit, clean catch. Correct. And he didn't interfere in any way. So, in hockey, puck comes into the stands. I can keep it? Yes. You don't have to throw it back. Okay. Football, I can't. Football, you can in the pros, okay. I think. Oh, in, really? Yeah. In, in the pros, if the foot, if it gets kicked over the netting to you, you because remember we saw that doof years ago in Monday Night Football that jumped over oh, the yeah, member right. at Soldier Field where he, he fell like 15 feet and lucky right. he wasn't paralyzed just to catch that field goal. Yeah. You can you can keep it in pro in college. I think you have to give it back. Can I keep a basketball? No, that gets, needs to uh, get thrown back. See, Bas- every, why doesn't everybody have baseball and I, rules? And I think soccer ball thrown back as well. Come on, but baseball rules, I think the same as this. If you're if you're if you're running for a ball yeah. and you push over a child, right? That's a no go. No, of course not. You have course to get not. a ball the, the nearest kid. Because when I read this story too, it reminded me of when my dad went to a Cubs game. I didn't get to go. It was with a coworker. God rest him. They called him the Sheik. I don't know why. I do know why, but I don't want to share that story now. Okay. And the whole game, apparently. That'll be on Mike and Molson Red, yes. which you have to subscribe to. That's for our Patreon. You get, <laughs> that's for the Patreon subscribers. Subscribers, you get you get real deep talk. Right. Uh, so long story short, my dad's coworker, the entire game, from the second deck of Wrigley Field, yelled down to, at that time, Houston Astros catcher, Andy Ashby, and would yell, Hey, Ashby! This guy's kid loves baseball! Can't be here! Can I get a a ball? Can I get a ball from you, Andy? Oh, man. Hey, Ashby, I'm talking to you! Just go to the souvenir stand. And my dad was getting more and more embarrassed. For obvious reasons. Shut up, Sheik. Yeah. That's what my dad said. It's like, Sheik, it's okay. Michael, understand. It's fine. We get a foul ball, we get a foul ball, great. But you don't... No, no, no. We're getting him a ball. Ashby! Ashby! Have you heard? I need a ball! This guy's kid! I need a ball! God bless. Finally, by the seventh inning. Oh, my God. Like, in between every half inning. Right. My dad said, with every ounce of hatred and disdain for crowds everywhere, Ashby hucked a ball about 87 miles an hour up (laughs) just right at Sheik's head. And he goes, I think Sheik broke his hand to knock it down. It was thrown so hard. But here's that ball for you, son. Wow. And to this day, I still, still have, have the ball. I still have the ball and that fantastic story. That was well earned. That you can get more about Sheik's nickname if you become a Patreon. If I get hit in the face with an NBA regulation basketball. Throws back. I want it. You got to throw it back. I can't keep the basketball? No. Or a t- soccer ball. Huh? If you get, hey. 
if this if this podcast has not made you laugh at all, do yourself a favor and 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 go to YouTube and just search woman gets hit in face with basketball. Yes. That lady's not paying attention to the other phone and phone. knocks the glasses Kapui. straight up. And yeah. they have slow-mos of it and everything else. She, you, she should have gotten the ball. She sh- Yeah, she probably should have. I'm assuming she got an autograph from somebody. I hope so. After all that, through all her troubles. Gosh. So, and if nothing else, fair. if she's online, Olaf will find if her. If I'm at the Olympics and a guy falls off the mountain and his skis go <laughs> flying, can I take his skis? Yes, okay. I think you could take. Oh, Macron! <laughs> I want to keep his skis. I think. I think. I, I look. If you are in the audience and you might get hit by something, I think you get to take them home, right? The skis, yes. Basketballs, no. Mm-hmm. Soccer balls, I don't think so either. And pucks, yes. If an Olympic diver loses his pants when he jumps into the, <laughs> he becomes Mejia <laughs> or, or Perrin. Can I jump in the water and take his take his trunks? No, you can't go into the field of play. <laughs> You cannot go into the field of play. That just that just doesn't happen. Okay. But if I'm but if I'm watching Olympic badminton and I get hit in the face with a shuttlecock, right. I think I can keep that, right? Yeah. If I'm watching High Lie <laughs> and one of those funny sticks with a net on the end of it comes flying out. If I'm watching speed skating and the blade <laughs> comes in and slices my face. Yeah. I get to keep that blade, right? Yeah. If the if the guy that's uh, that's that's shooting, you know, doing the the, the biathlon, the, the biathlon, and I don't know, he runs out of oxygen, he trips. Can I take if, his gun? If the javelin gets thrown, <laughs> yes, and ends See? up and ends up in the leg of the person next to me, but I'm quick enough to pull it out of the wound, <laughs> do I get to keep that? If a javelin goes into the audience, I'm taking, I'm going home with it. It's like I, this is my javelin now. That, those javelins, discus, and shot puts <laughs> are okay to keep. Anything you else? know those big Russian guys when they're doing the, uh, the, uh, the weight, the, no, the weightlifting, oh. and they and they like have a hernia and fall down, and the weights go off the end. Can I take one of the weights? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. I just want to make sure I understand the rules. If the guy is exerting himself so much and his and his belt pops off, yes. I, right. And he's, <laughs> his veins come out of his neck, and he passes out. And the weights tumble off the end. <laughs> you get the weights and the belt. <laughs> if he passes out, can I clip part of his singlet? <laughs> Takes yes. a strap home. I think everybody gets a souvenir. That's yes, fair. That's the new rules, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this ridiculous podcast. And I don't know, maybe we'll be back next week. Uh, here, here's some more ads that we don't know what it is. Enjoy.